I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we want to share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty business. not to laugh the whole time right <laughs> it's when your business partner is kind of a jerk face yeah okay. <laughs> she's like i'm gonna turn on the i'll re- i'll turn the record button on and i'm like will you <laughs> <laughs> i did it's red wah, 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 wah. wait wait i have a button for that i don't, I don't think it's that one. one i don't think it's that one either. Hold on. no oh that one's the one i should have got yeah <laughs> 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 yep there you go Got it. I'm hilarious. She is funny. Hold on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we're really dorky. It's been a long week. It has been a long week. It's been a really long year, hasn't it, guys? It's yeah. been like five years since January. You know. Yeah, and, but now like October is going by quick. Well, but quickly. then it feels like, how are we at the end of the year already? This is crazy. I think it's because my brain's blocking out the first of the year. <laughs> Oh, I know. Like my brain's like, the first of the year didn't, I think we should just do 2020 over again. Like, No, no. I think we should no. just be done. Let's just have Christmas like next week and then just add two more to next year. Just mm. a little more time. No, like if we just pretended that 2020 didn't happen and we just have another 2020, Ugh. like we all get to stay the same age. Eh. Well, I don't know that all those <laughs> 20 year olds would like that. <laughs> we get to turn oh, 21 yeah, next year. That and- probably would suck. Yeah. We would grandfather you into the bar. Oh, right, right. You get grandfathered in. <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway, let's, <laughs> let's talk about what we're here to talk about. Oh, it's not this? It's not this. Well, I mean, we could for a while, but. We could go on and yeah. on, guys, just because we're that. Because that's how, that's how we roll. Right. Anyway, um, so I think we're going to talk today about um, complaints, like customer complaints and how to handle those. And some policies that you can enact in your business that will help um, make customer complaints a little bit smoother. Things right. go a lot and smoother. a little less on the complaint side once yeah. they know you have a policy. Right. And really, it does not hurt you to make a policy for almost everything. Yeah. I mean, seriously. You can choose when to enforce it. But mm-hmm. you guys, we're going to give you some examples and you're going to be like, are you shitting me? You have to have a policy for yeah. that. Yeah. So here's, so, um, for example, I I have been on a couple of the nail, um, Facebook and Instagram pages, and I don't necessarily think that this is, this is not how I would handle a situation, but there have been some women who have, uh, gotten text messages from their clients and who have been dissatisfied with their service or, um, you know, they don't, they didn't like, they say that everything's falling off or, after two weeks. Yeah, after like, so they're like this, for example, this one girl was, she took pictures of the text messages and then posted them on Facebook, which I wouldn't do. I don't think that that's very professional, but. Um, I see it actually quite often. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, a lot of you do this because you want to make sure that you you didn't misinterpret right, the text you, and yeah. that your answer was appropriate. Right, exactly. And 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 so, you know, while while I understand it, it's also probably I'm more old school in the in the way that it's how I would handle it. Anyway. Um, but the complaint was that the woman um 
who the text that I read was extremely rude, but she had texted her and said, you know, it's been two weeks, all of my nails are popping off and you did a really horrible job and you suck. And I mean, it was like really terrible. And the woman did not, she's, she said she was from the Ukraine, I think. She did not speak English well, obviously, but she couldn't type it either. Like it was horrendous. And um, she did not say any nice things. It, I mean, I really was like, what? I would never have even probably uh, texted this woman back. Right. Honestly. Engaged in any type of yeah, conversation. No, I would have been like, no, sorry. But so she did this. She then took a picture of her, a few of her fingernails laying on a table with her hand next to it. And um, so the nail tech t- texted her back and was like, well, it has been two weeks. And after two weeks, you need to fill. And, um, the woman said, well, they started falling off like after just a couple of days. So then the tech was like, but you did not contact me until it was, it's been two weeks. Right. So, and in the long run, what the, what the customer wants is just a new free set of nails. And right. this woman was kind of belligerent about it. And I didn't agree because she, she did, she was to the, the, I mean, the poor nail tech really, and I don't think she's been doing nails very long, but this woman was so rude and she was calling her names like, you know, and it, she was telling her, you know, she was like, well, you do a horrible job and, you know, I can't believe that, you know, and I'm going to tell everybody that you do a horrible job. Which is everybody's fear right now. Yeah. Because of social media, we're fear of being blasted. Right. So, um, what she had done was she posted all of these text messages and stuff and was asking for some advice on what to do. And um, I did write back on there. <laughs> I said, well, so she she must work in a salon with a boss because the boss made an appointment for the woman to come back in so that they could talk it out. Right. Which um, if it had been my salon, I would have been like tough tits kid. Right. But, you know, like just don't call her back. Right. Um, but I understand that, you know, not everybody's like that. Right. But there also comes a point where if that's how you're going to be treated, that person has no business in your salon. Right. Like if they're going to treat you that one time, like that the very first time, they will always treat you that way. Well, because and, you accepted it. Yeah. And you, you gave into it. So they're, they're just going to think they can do whatever they want. Right. And so that's set you down on like a weird spiraling right. path to hell. Right. With certain clients. And you don't want clients like that. Anyway, so I don't know. She has not posted about what happened when she met this woman in person or anything like that. But the whole point of it was, and several of us wrote, you know, in the comments, it has been two weeks. She cannot text you and say her nails are popping off after two weeks and expect you to do a new set of nails. No. But the woman made when, excuse me, when the client had said something about when she had said, well, it's been two weeks. Why didn't you tell me right away? The woman said, well, you didn't have a policy up saying that I had to tell you right away. So here's the thing. And I, I'm sure some of you remember the podcast where I was telling you the hilarious story about the lady with the turpentine and her eating her nails off or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> Every and, time. And she was like, off. well, you didn't tell me that I couldn't put my hand in turpentine. Um, where I understand that maybe this this woman saying, well, you, did, you didn't, there wasn't a policy that I had to tell you within so many days. Right. Um, that's more reasonable to me than don't stick your hands in turpentine, but you know, whatever <laughs> I don't, to each, oh, every to, single I, time to oh. each their own, I suppose. But 
Um, my comment was, it's been two weeks. She was extremely rude. You don't have to deal with her. Just don't talk to her again. Right. And how, I mean, she's here from the Ukraine. Obviously, she hasn't lived here very long. How many people does she know? Well, but the other thing is, it's not even about that. It's go ahead and blast me. Yeah. And because you didn't do anything wrong, you didn't do anything wrong. You handled it very professionally. And but the thing is, so, you you know, mom's my mother is from Italy and she, though she writes very well, she still has a very thick accent. Yes. So I think you can't always say they haven't been here for a long time because some people just don't learn to spell. Well, that's true. And but she I don't you know, I don't know. Like your mom, when she texts can actually like she was using. The texts were crazy. Like the words I think some even... people are just not very nice people. And I agree. And, and I think they just get all like... crazy and they do it while they're driving and stuff. And it's all crazy. Yeah. And she but, just, she seemed like a very not nice person. That just But the, the way big she thing talked, is but... the way she was taught, like texting this person, obviously it is just someone you don't need to deal with. Right. Like name calling is not. And I know that it will keep you up at night, but this is where a policy. Exactly. So. Because obviously you probably told her you have to come in every two weeks. Well, more to than get likely, filled. more than likely, if you didn't, then that's something that you need to add. Because after my appointments, um, the very first question I ask after or while they're paying is, "Would you like to reschedule your next appointment?" Yep. And if they are a new client, most of them they're like, "Well, how many time? You know, how long should I go?" And my answer is, most people go two weeks. It, two weeks is what I recommend. You can go three weeks, right? but, you know, it might cost you a little bit more. Um, so, you know, you have to put these things into play right, right. away. But um, it was always, I recommend two weeks. Right. Well, and, you know, I did eyelash extensions for a long time, and I only, I'm really weaning those out. But I found immediately, and I knew this from the very first time I started offering them, that, you know, they had to be filled two weeks or three weeks. And in Wyoming, if you go over three weeks, you could need a whole new set because of the dry weather, everything. So really, my I set a policy immediately, and I noticed a lot of girls around me weren't doing it, is why I set the policy. Because mm-hmm. they go, oh, it's only $40 for my fill whenever I go. And I'd see these girls with like one lash on. Yeah, it's not a fill. And they Exactly. And they'd go in be like, oh, I go there because it's just $40. And I'm like, okay. But so it's costing I'm, the girl who's doing well, the work. Well, and how much time? How do you even know how much time to book at that point? Right. Where I know that a two-week takes me 30 minutes, a three-week is 45. And I, so when I set my prices, I set my full set. I set my two-week. Actually, I do have a one-week because I have a couple clients who like to get them filled weekly. So I do have a one-week. And anything over seven days is on to the two-week. Yeah. That's just, I'm go past there. Anything past 14 days is three weeks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm a little lenient if it's my fault that I have to push it. Like if I have, I'm like, oh shoot, I have a doctor's appointment. So it pushes it one day. Then I will book them as a two week, but I let them know that usually this would be a three week, but because it's on me, I'm going to give it to you for this, but those are your personal choices. Exactly. Um, But make sure because I have clients now who are religious. They're like, just book me out for the year for my two weeks. Mm-hmm. We just book out every, because I have my one week price, like I said, the two week, the three week. And it does say in the eyelash extension page, anything over three weeks may require a full new set at the new set cost. Mm-hmm. 
So people are well aware that if they wait a month, they're paying for a whole new set. I'm not paying, you know, I'm not charging them $40 to do a whole new set. Not going to happen. No. And so, you know, a lot of times, like with my clients, I've had a lot of my clients for a very long time. And so a lot of the times, like I can just talk to them and, you know, let them know the new clients that I have. I, they all fill out, like, and we've talked about it when we talked about policies right. before, they fill out forms right, with their personal information, right? but they're also signing a form with your policies on it. Um, I don't have all of my policies. I have, like, most of the policies that I have them sign are about how they pay me. Right. And what, like, bouncing checks right. and then not showing up for appointments, those right. kinds of things. Um, but you can always put policies up on the wall yep. or you can add them to your policy sheet that they sign right. saying um, that if, if they have gone longer than two weeks and a nail has fallen off, you are no longer responsible for fixing that. Well, and, like, I have them sign when they fill out the new paperwork. It's a cancellation, a no-show. It's all in one. It's a couple different paragraphs. Mm-hmm. But it's the, what, the late? Yep. The late cancel, the no-show. And then I do have a piece on there that says, no refunds, all waxes are final. And I cannot tell you how many of my clients are like, people ask for a refund on a wax? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I said, one person did, and that's what caused this. I mm-hmm. said, I was up all night. I was really stressed out. But I give, what I do is I have a 48-hour policy for you to find if I missed any hair. And it very rarely happens, but sometimes you get to talking with people and, you know, and they don't open their legs wide enough or whatever, and you're trying to get into certain places, you know, and it'll happen. Mm -hmm. So I give them 48 hours to have anything fixed. Anything after that, they will just have to pay for. Right. And they are not called touch-ups. They're called waxes because mm-hmm. people will call after two weeks and be like, um, I think I need a touch-up. I'm like, no, you need a wax. I don't charge anything different for a touch-up as I do for a wax because you are scheduling a Brazilian wax. You're getting a Brazilian wax. Mm-hmm. Um, same amount of area is covered. It doesn't matter if there's 12 hairs or 25 under there. I'm still using the same amount of wax to cover the same amount of area. So... Mine happened, though, I had a woman, and I believe she's kind of does this everywhere. Her and her, her husband was working up here, and I think, that, honestly, I think they had to be on something. It was very sad, but she booked five appointments on my online scheduler for a Monday, and her appointment was like at one, and she got there first thing in the morning and just sat in this chair, and I was like, okay, and I was like, well, you your appointment, you know, isn't till this time. Or no, she had one at like 10, at like 11.30. She had booked a whole bunch of them. And I had people in and out. And she's like, oh, you're actually a busy person. And I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, well, I'm really glad I booked all these appointments then. So at least if I wouldn't have made it to the first couple, I could have made it to this one. I'm like, well, it would have been no. I said, I, it would have been considered no shows and you would have had to pay for the missed ones. And she's like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> And well, they were going on vacation because, and I don't know how, of course, I don't believe any of this at this point. They were going on vacation. They were from Colorado. They were going on vacation to Hawaii for a month because they just had a new baby who was like a month old and they just needed a break, but they weren't taking the baby with them because they just needed a break. And I was like, but the roads were getting closed because, you know, it was real snowy out. And so when the husband came in to get his back waxed, I said, oh, so aren't you guys worried about I-25 closing down? He looked at me, he goes, I don't even know what that is. 
Okay, guys, it's the main highway, the only one you can take yeah, it's, to uh, get it's to Denver. Inter, yeah, it's the, inter, it's the, it's interstate. the interstate. And he goes, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, so I wax them. I'm pretty sure they're, I don't know what they were trying to do on, on something. I don't know because they were kind of both out of it, but you know, it was weird. But so to, then that night, because I always, um, or I gave her a couple samples of the blemish control since she was going on vacation and Usually I sell them a whole bottle, but I was like, well, I'll just take this sample. And then two days later, she's like, what is that stuff that you gave me? What am I supposed to do with that? And I said, well, it's for breakouts and, you know, whatnot. And okay. And then I don't hear from her for two weeks, which mind you, she was supposed to be in Hawaii, mm -hmm. you know, living the dream right. and without her child that mm -hmm. she just had. Yep. And she, I get a text that says, we are not satisfied with our waxes. <laughs> I'm like, and I was like, I didn't answer her. I was, she's like, hair has grown hair. There's still hair. Okay. It's been two weeks. Yeah. Of course there's hair. And I know there wasn't any when you left. <laughs> um, so I really, I, this like ate me up. Cause I was like, mm -hmm. I don't even know what to do. I've never even had anyone like any situation like this. And I'm really lucky. I have a father who has owned multiple businesses. He's in a position where he deals with people who do complain. Well, and, and I remember that. And yeah. I remember you coming in and you were really upset. And I was like, don't call her back. She right. doesn't. Well, and. I didn't, I didn't want to be blasted. And I knew that's the type of person she probably was. And so I talked to my dad and he goes, make a policy. He goes, you can choose when to enforce it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. Went home, wrote it, was like, this is the policy, hung it up. It's on the wall. People signed for it. Never answered that girl back. She never texted me again. But I would bet you what she does is she does that. They go to salons everywhere because she mm -hmm. didn't have a regular waxer. They go everywhere in the Denver, Colorado, Longmont, all of those areas, and then they complain about it and get their wax for free. Mm -hmm. I would bet she does that everywhere, but I then had to make a policy that said, I will not be refunding it. You have 48 hours. Mm -hmm. And literally, my clients look at me and they're like, seriously, this is a thing? I'm like, yeah, sorry. When I don't have a lot of written policies, like with mine... Um, I usually, like, if it's a new person, I'll be like, you know, call me if within the first week you have any problems. But I always say within the first week. Right. If you have problems. And I do charge for broken nails. So if you call me and it's been, you know, four days and you call, even though it's within that first week, if I feel that, that you chewed it off, picked it off, or anything... You will be charged. My nails cost me $4 million for a two-week set. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they would. They would cost that. This is why I can't wear any, and Heidi <laughs> won't put them on me no. because I have a little bit of OCD, and yeah. we'll pick at them. And no. then I'm like, this is horrible. I need to pick all the rest off. Yeah. And then she wants to beat me with a stick. And, and then she's like, look what happened. And then I'm like, oops. She's like, no, there is no oops. You picked yeah, it yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> Did it taste good? Did it taste good? I don't bite it. My, remember, my teeth are fake. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't bite I them. just pick them off. Just pick them off. <laughs> she loves it. Every yeah. minute of it. It's so awesome. Um, But like the, pol you know, your policy, and it's true, your policies you can enforce when you feel it, when you feel it's necessary. I do have, you know, some people and I do have a couple of clients who they have like one finger on one hand that does Always. not want to adhere. Right. And so, you know, most of them, if they, you know, it, it'll happen like at the end of two weeks. And so they just come in without that nail and it's not a problem. Right. If it happens right away, they do call me. That is something I will fix and right. it costs me money. Right. But if you are a nail biter and you got a full set and you call me a week later and you're like, oh, my nails fell off, 
I, I hate to, you know, tell everyone this, but I can tell whether you ripped your fingernails off or whether they fell off. Right. I can tell all of those things. Right. Well, and I choose to have a written policy that I require that they sign in a paper form. I know we've talked about this and a lot of you guys do online forms. I like the paper form and it's filed and I'm sure you can still do this from the online mm -hmm. because if they you can pull it they up. They argue about it. I actually make them a copy and hand it to them at their appointment. Mm -hmm. If they're like, well, and I'm like, well, you did sign this and you have no showed this many times. And they're like, oh. But even so, you can, even if you just have a policy that you put on the wall. Yeah. And I have it on the wall yeah. too. So you don't have to have everything down on paper if you don't want to. I don't have a lot of everything down on paper, but I actually don't have a whole lot of problems with a lot of people doing that. Right. I mean, I've had a couple people who have, you know, like the turpentine lady and I'm just like, sorry lady. But I, and I refuse to put a policy up that says don't put your hands in acid or turpentine right. or lie or whatever. Well, and I feel like the no show policies like that, the late cancel, those are going to be your biggest policy anyway. And they will. That That's going to be, most. but you will have, you will have a few clients who, will be ridiculous. And there are right. people that you don't ever really want to take back. Nope. So you just make sure that you have these policies th that they're written so that you say, you know, okay, well, within the first week, right. if a nail breaks and it is not your fault, right. I will fix it. Well, and this way too, they can't come arguing with you and blast you. Right. Because if they do then blast you, you then can Then you say, just get on there and say, and say this is my policy. This and is my you policy. signed this or you knew this was the policy. Right, we discussed this or you did sign a policy and then anyone who reads her that blast will be like, mm -hmm. huh, Yeah. she knew she just chose to do this. Well, and you're always going to have those people who just like to be nasty, which you is- You guys, there's just people in the world yeah. who- really just get off on being horrible people. Right. And it doesn't, you know, like and they're I, never going to be happy. I don't have to understand it. I just know they're there. Yeah. And, um, but then that's also like, you know, for nails, even I charged, you know, if you come in every two weeks, like I said, I charge one price. If you are going three weeks, it's about five, between five and $10 more. Right. And if you go four weeks, then I'm charging you for a new set because by then I have to take everything off and right. put it back on. And, you know, I do know a lot of people who do with waxing. If you go over eight weeks, if you go over this, or, you know, I have to do more if you've gone over. I choose not to do that because really the area is still the same. And like I said, if it's 12 hairs or 20 hairs, to me, it's still the same. You can totally make your choice on how you want to do that. I really choose to not call them touch-ups. There's just waxes. You know, if you want to come every two weeks to get your bikini line waxed, you're paying the exact same $25 as you would if you waited four weeks. Yeah. Because for me, that is what I found is more effective. And I can, it's easier to keep track of because I see so many clients in a week mm -hmm. trying to be like, okay, I saw this person four weeks ago and now they moved their appointment. So they're at five weeks and okay, now they're past this point and now I have to charge them more. I'm like, nope, we're just going to stay straight across the board and People know that I just keep my, these are what my prices are and we just move on. And, you know, don't be afraid to tell the people I have these policies in place and it's important that you know that these policies are in place. And if you call me and you, you aren't adhering to the policy that I have, I don't have to do anything for you. Well, and most of you will probably have a website. Um, and you know, if you do not have one and you need one, um, Here's a really quick little sales pitch. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have a really amazing person we're working with who is offering websites 
for a really great discounted price. Yes. So like amazing discount guys so if you yeah like half price almost yeah i think even a little more than that at this yeah, point like, but if oh. you want to get that pop in um to our private facebook group on facebook and i'll stick the link on there again i think it's on the description of this podcast mm -hmm. but i will make sure it is um click into that group because we have that's a crazy screaming deal it is but that's a great place to put your policies because then all you can say is like when I text people that they've canceled their or they've no-showed their um, appointment, I'm like, hey, I missed you at your wax. Please visit blankandwax.com to review all um, policies. policies and to and, reschedule. And to reschedule. And then I don't have to put everything else. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's all there. You go look at it. And they're well aware of what the policies are. Right. And there's nothing wrong with having all of that stuff on the wall. And, you know, and really it is something, you know, it seems kind of dumb, but you really should sit down with yourself and write out the things that you aren't willing to do. Right. You know, if they have, you know, broken a nail after two weeks and they don't want to come back for a month, you don't have to fix that nail. Right. And if you do fix it, you can charge for that. Right. Because Technically, after two weeks, they should be coming back in to get their nails rebalanced and redone. Right. You need to just let them know what you suggest. And because that is your job as the professional, when people say, hey, how often do I need to come in? I say, I suggest every four weeks. And if some people, they're like, well, it's a financial stretch. I'm like, don't go over five because it will hurt more. And most of them figure out a way. Yeah. And like with nails, if you're like, well, if you do go over two, it is going to be a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And if you go to four, it's going to be a whole new set every month. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh. Yeah. And once people get on a good schedule. Most people, yeah, they it. just do the schedule thing. Yep. And it's awesome. You, you know, but just don't be afraid to set your policies. Right. Don't be afraid to have them posted everywhere. Don't be afraid to show them. It will make them easier yeah. to enforce. Don't be afraid to have, you show everybody them, have them sign all of those things. Like, Make sure that all of that is very noticeable right. so that you don't have a problem with someone who texts you and is like, well, it's been two weeks and all my nails fell off, you know, because you can then just be like, well, my, you know, when you came in, you signed this sheet and the policy says this, this, and this. Right. And if you would like, I can send you a copy. If you would like me to fix your nails, we can, you can come back in and I will put a whole new set on. Right. Because even after two weeks, they shouldn't be coming all the way off. Right. You should just need to fill them. Well, and like with hair... It's probably a good idea to have some sort of policy on we do recommend products mm -hmm. that you should use. You know, we can't guarantee our work if you choose to not use the products we recommend. Exactly. We can't of, guarantee your color if right. you're using head and shoulders. We yeah, can't, you if you're know. using Pert Plus, it will take the color out. Yeah. So we can't guarantee it. So you do need to think about some of those things because, guys, there's a reason there's a sticker on blow dryers that says don't use it in the bathtub. Yeah. Because there are people out there who will be like the turpentine. Like, exactly. I didn't know. Yeah, because there I will be. They're like, you know, your curling iron is for external use only. And yeah, like, like, I don't want to meet what? the people who <laughs> made all of those things necessary. Exactly. So just remember when you're writing your policy, you're really writing it for those people. You are. And for yourself so that because those people who were trying to blow dry their hair in the shower, Ugh. if they made it out, they're the ones who are blasting the blow dryer people because their hair never dried. <laughs> or they sued the hair dryer people. Yeah, because they're like, my hair never dried I and I died. I got electrocuted. <laughs> my mom died in the shower while she was trying to blow dry her hair. Right. And it never dried even. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't even have dry hair. Right. <laughs> 
So remember, guys, don't be afraid to write a policy. Go online and look at my policy. Like I said, it's at blankandwax.com. That's my personal one. I'm pretty sure you could probably Google policies. Well, honestly, pull up your salon policies or something. And you know, pull up tons of different salons and kind of read theirs. And I bet you could build one pretty easy. But truly, one of the easiest ways to figure out a policy is go through in your mind the things that you will not do. Right. I will not fix this unless you pay this. I will not do this unless this happens. Well, and you don't even have to make it like, I will not. You can say, for anything over this, it's going to cost this. Well, and I just mean in your own mind. Oh, right, right. In your own mind. So then if that is something that you know you don't want to do. Yeah, you put can down make, your non-negotiables. Yeah, you can you can make the policy that says, you know, I'm after two weeks, I will not fix a nail. You can come in and get a fill, right. but I will not just fix one nail. Right. So, you know, figure out what, you know, where your limits are and then make policies that adhere to those limits to help you keep, you know, all of those things that um, you've limited or things that you think are important, help them keep them safe. Well, and you guys are welcome, like I said, to go to my website and if you want to just borrow mine and put different things in it and uh, use that as a starting point, please do so. Go just copy, paste, put it in change it up for yourself. Yeah. The wording is going to be super similar on a lot of different ones, but that'll give you a great starting point. And um, I have a place where they sign it. So when they come in, they sign that with their new paperwork. I file it with that. So you guys make the decision, but don't be afraid to do it. You will not lose the people that you want as clients. Exactly. Because you have policies. Exactly. And, you know, truthfully, even if they've signed it and they are calling you and being a jerk, and you tell them, well, this is the policy, and they get super angry about it, that is not a person you want as a client. You can say, you know, maybe you are best suited with another nail tech or another esthetician. It's time you find somewhere else to go because this is not a good fit. Yep. So get out there and start writing some policies, guys, and hopefully we'll see more of you in the group. Well, and don't get really discouraged if someone complains about about something that went on in the salon. It is not... A personal thing directed right. at you personally. It is directed at the service. Right. And hop in the group though and ask us the questions. We're more yeah. than willing to to have the conversation with you exactly. in person to like talk about what happened and we'll we can get advice from the other people in the group. Yeah. And you know, just hop in there, guys. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. We um yeah, I think that's it for today. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. yeah? All right. So don't Heidi's be- gonna sing you a song. Oh, I'm not. What? <laughs> Do you want me to sing? No. Oh. No. I oh, I'm not allowed to sing. sing. No singing for you. I can't sing very well. <laughs> but the people who pull up next to me when I'm driving and my window's down really like my singing. <laughs> I, do- I doubt that very much. I highly doubt that. They wave. <laughs> They're probably like, please stop. My ears are Why? bleeding. Why? Why is this happening? <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.